Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Texas Podcast Massacre. I'm indeed your host, Hank Rodriguez. Joined with me are our other co-host. We got Jimothy James, almost bought a house. Dean, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, man. Sup, sup, sup. I, I forgot I forgot the sups, but yeah, we're doing good. good. It's, it's my favorite time of year. It's when the stores start putting out their Halloween decorations. So True, true. That's got me a little excited from distraction from the rest of life's headaches right now so you know what let me let me ask you a question before i'm gonna ask you a question before uh, you know, i'm here the people want to wear a mask but i'm yeah. <laughs> and that of course is dirty dirty derek how are you doing sir i am good man i i am good uh just you know trying to be socially distant dirty so there we go nobody and can see what i'm saying under my face mask. that is a feat, the dirty that is a with the... to have yeah. That's right. Well, Bounce you know, dirty with, with being hygienic. Oh, it's true. Very true. Very true. But hey, I do have a question. What do you? I mean, it's horror, unhorror related. But what do y'all think Halloween's gonna be like this year? I mean, what do you what do you think guys are gonna people are gonna do? I don't know, man. It's it's on a Saturday. It's you know, I think it's daylight savings time on this day. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, hopefully it's fun for people. I mean, you're wearing a mask, man. Wear a mask. That's all I'm saying. Like, you know, a bunch of doctors. Mm-hmm. Go with doctors. I mean, the thing is, like, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> Halloween this year is on Saturday, which I don't care about, but I know a lot of people do. Um, but it's on a Saturday. It's like a full moon. Like, there's all these things that people, like, were stoked about Halloween this year. And then, of course, then this whole thing happened. Um, I mean, yeah, it's a bummer because I know a lot of things, like, a lot of things I love about the season won't be, you know, all the... Spirit you know, store, man. Spirit store, not... Not opening up this year. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, man. But, I mean, here's the thing, is though, and I had this discussion earlier today. Uh, it's always Halloween in my house. Uh, so, you know, wh- horror movies, candy, uh, you know, it's de- the decorations. We, we all, the, all the important things that make I'll, Halloween all day, exactly. every day. I'll still be celebrating, so, but it's it's sad, especially, like I said, especially for the little kids that can't trick-or-treat if they close that down Um you know, and I, I, I bet you where I live anyways, it's hard because it's it's not very celebrated around here. Like I never get maybe like one or two trick or treaters in my area. So people already don't want to like participate. I don't know if it's like a religious thing, uh, but I can see people using that as an excuse to not celebrate. So, I mean, it's a bummer, but, uh, you know, you still got to make you still got to squeeze what you can out of the holiday. And like I said, I mean, I'll still enjoy myself, but Look, it is perfect. kind of. For anybody listening that really wants some great costume ideas, hamster in a ball, John Travolta, boy in the, boy bubble, in the bubble, or <laughs> bubble boy if you're like a Jake Hall man, if you like if you like that, um, you know, astronaut, always good, uh, you know, anything that has a mask is probably good too. So or the aliens from Mars attacks. Hey, there you go. Hey, and uh, my last Halloween question for y'all, yay or nay, do y'all like candy corn? I love candy corn. The only problem is it hurts my teeth, but Mm -hmm. I love candy corn. Derek's not a fan, huh? I'm not. I don't dislike candy corn. (laughs) I think it's moderation. I used to, as a kid, I swear to God, like my mom would buy those big, um, was it Werther's that put them out? Whatever company that put them out in the 80s. Uh, the big bag, like a big, almost like a bag the size of like a bag of chips. And we'd go through that in a day, me and my I, mom. I love, I fucking love candy corn. Yeah, me but too. you know what? I, there, there's candy. Like I, I like at Easter time, uh, I like Peeps. 
And oh. not people like, oh. all right, look, look, I didn't shit on your candy for me. You don't shit on my peeps. That's all I'm saying. Derek, okay. I, I too love peeps. In fact, they're the cutest. Peeps. They're the most yeah. adorable food on earth. But, uh, I'm going to bite yeah. your head off. <laughs> That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> you know they do like, Halloween peeps now, though, too. Well, there you go. We got a new Halloween Halloween food. Yeah. The, worst, the worst candy of all is uh, circus peanuts, though. I, circus peanuts are the oh. grossest. I can get down with circus peanuts. You know, see, I always like the worst candy with uh, when you when you get like a uh, like what's the one with all the baby is it baby Ruth all the ones or not to like on the outside or is that payday? Payday. It's like all peanuts. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that you know? too. Uh, I know. Yeah. The worst, the worst, the worst candy for me is those, uh, not the bottle caps, but the uh, the bot the candy that had the the had snaps, like a, the buttons. No, not the buttons. They were the ones that had the it had like a Coke bottle and it had like the liquid into it. Oh, you, oh, the, I the wax bottle. It's the wax bottle. Yeah, exactly. And you see the wax when you're done. You chew the wax. Right? Yeah, exactly. I don't think I've ever yeah. even tried that. To be no, honest, it's yeah. horrible. It's, um, I think it's not bad. You know, I, I, the candy buttons you ate like so much paper with that. I think oh, we have geez. to do something very special this Halloween for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I think we need. We, I think our listeners deserve a grand, like a, a very special Halloween episode of yeah. Texas Podcast. So we, we need to work on that because I think yeah. uh, I, I have some ideas that are brewing right now. But I think okay. we should. All right. Yeah. We'll 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 go back and, to uh, the table and uh, we'll we'll talk about uh, some some special a very special episode of. Special Halloween episode. Exactly. And speaking Halloween. of, uh, we learn about life lessons. And, and, and speaking of Halloween and scary stuff, I saw the scariest thing today. It was a, a trailer for uh, the Saved by the Bell reboot, uh, and it was, <laughs> was the shits. It, the, I'm so excited. I'm yeah, so excited. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you have AC Slater and Jesse Spano, and that's it. You know, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, the only thing that I hope hope for that show is that it has like, like so I you know obviously Elizabeth Berkley, everybody knows her from like not from Saved by the Bell, but they know her from like Showgirls. Showgirls, yeah. And uh, you know, obviously, AC Slater looks like he has some work done, but if there's if there's not some type of like sex swing involved in that show, <laughs> I'm, I'm turning it off. Sorry, let's get some adult content going on there. It's, it's horrible. But speaking of yeah. things that I saw, what did y'all watch this past week, gentlemen? Ooh. So, so much. Derek, do you want to start? Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. So I actually just read before this uh, episode, I got done watching Deep Blue Sea 3. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was, wasn't was as bad as 2, but was not even close to being as good as one. They like tried to tie it back to the original, but very unsuccessfully <laughs> to do that. And a lot of people got eaten. It was very much like the first one, except it was like an island that was getting sunk, not just like a a research facility. So interesting. Um, yeah, it was it was interesting. Um, I watched a bunch of stuff that I hadn't seen before. So I watched Ghost Stories. With uh, oh, nice. the most recent one, yes. uh, which I hadn't seen, was super impressed. Martin Freeman's always—I mean, he's always awesome, anyways. Um, so it, it was just a really a great British British horror, like definitely underrated. Like um, great visuals, the cinematography. Yeah, yeah. Right oh yeah, yeah, super awesome. Um, yeah, definitely a mind fuck at the end, uh, but it's very, it's very cool. Um, what else did I watch? That I really liked. Um, 
Oh, <laughs> I watched Brad Pitt in Cutting Class. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, flipping through on my like, Horror High, Return to Horror High, like Slaughter High, like seen all those. Cutting Class, I had not seen. So, um, and if I did, I, I hadn't seen it in a while. So, um, I watched that. Very interesting. A very, uh, I, you know, it says one of Brad Pitt's first roles. That guy does not change, man, at all. No, for like, real. He just has just the same baby face, like except with a little more gray facial hair. Um, but it was it was super cheesy, very reminiscent of like the late '80s high school. Um, not exactly like spectacular in the plot line, but um, <laughs> it got the job done. Um, and then to, to round it off, I watched uh, Teresa. With uh, oh, okay. Josh Demo. I hadn't seen that before, or, or if I did, again, like it wasn't super memorable. Uh, I may have seen it, like not been paying attention because there were scenes that like seemed vaguely familiar, um, but um, wasn't bad. Wasn't bad at all. So, um, and it was another one that I saw. And I, I can't believe me think of what it was. So it probably wasn't that spectacular. If I remember it. Play different podcasts, but I did watch. I did watch the Tax Collector. Um, tax Collector. By uh, the one with Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah, the, the yeah. one where people got mad because he's like in brown face, yeah. but he's not really. He's a white guy. Yeah. yeah. Hey. Yeah, I, I don't think it's a spoiler alert, but is he or is he not the main character of that movie? Yeah, he's he's pretty much in, like one okay. of the main characters. He's yeah. based off of a real dude, apparently. Some yeah. like Jewish guy that. Yeah, I won't. I won't give too much of it away. We'll talk about it on the other uh, Gold Commando podcast. Um, but Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. I actually thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. Good. Um, he makes decent so. movies. Like his even yeah. like even if they're not great, like they're worth a watch. And I probably actually, rewatched most. What of his I movies. you know my favorite movie with him, like honestly, short of Even Stevens, is uh is uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon, which oh um, yeah, which was. I really liked it. Um, so, oh, I, I was actually referring to the director, but I, I actually, Shell oh. Booth isn't. He's kind of a douche dude, and he's actually there's this whole thing. He basically completely ripped off this cartoonist I really admire and passed off the work as his own. And it, it, he was because for a while there he was trying to be like an underground cartoonist, and this was oh, after what? his he was already famous. It was a whole weird thing. But anyways, but he's an like I think he's actually a talented guy. Like despite his public persona and stuff. I think he's actually a talented actor. So um, I'm yeah. always, interested. apparently he's got some big role in the new, uh, they Marvel wants to use him in their X-Men launch. So oh. who knows who he's playing? God, I hope it's not Wolverine though. Cause oh, that I just it. don't see, but um, you know what? He would make, he's, he's lanky and spry enough that he might make a good night crawler. I was just oh, say no. night crawler. Oh, night crawler. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's, uh, I think he's definitely an interesting actor. And I think like yeah. again, people hate him, and I think it's kind of so slightly justified because of his public persona that he's kind of a, just a yeah. douchey. But yeah. he's a talented guy, so I'll watch him. But yeah, I, I'd, it's, yeah. I'd, I'd put him. I'd put him with Pyro. Oh, hey, bro, we're good, 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 good yeah, Pyro. Definitely, uh, probably not an Iceman. No. Um, seems, seems like kind of a too big name of an actor to play. Uh, you know, the uh, B level. The B level, level mutants. <laughs> Brotherhood of Evil Mutants guy. Even though I happen to love Pyro. Um, put him as Toad. Make him Toad. I would do <laughs> him Toad. Put him as Toad. Sabertooth. 
<laughs> we just had we, we we brought up Toad. Did you guys hear what happened with uh, old uh, Darth Darth Maul? Uh, um, oh God, now I'm blank. Ray uh, Ray Park. No. Did you hear about the whole thing? No. Oh man, he is. He posted on his. Uh, he apparently like on Snapchat or Instagram. He basically posted oh. a video of his of his wife giving him a blowy. And at oh. first people thought it was him, and then apparently it turned out to be like footage of him cheating on him but then his like daughter came out and said he's an abusive piece of crap he's a terrible human being and anyway so yeah he kind of poor timing yeah very poor timing apparently he's done kind of super shady stuff in the past and like kind of revealed himself to be kind of a scumbag online so uh but yeah anyways that was interesting he brought i was like oh yeah yeah, it's it's very interesting well you know what if if you're if you're gonna have a little sucky sucky don't uh don't put it online well, right. the thing is, like, he, it was like revenge porn, which is actually like a crime, and it's like oh. it's oh. all this crazy thing. So, That's... who knows? But uh, either way, you know, the the you know, um, all these articles refer to him as as celebrity Ray Park or whatever. I'm like, is he really a celebrity? For the I mean, ten who know he's like, is. he's like the guy that's continually behind the CGI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, well. Well, I, I know when, um, like, when Disney kind of teased the idea of, I mean, I think they are doing, like, a Darth Maul series. I mean, and, and I think, like, a lot of fans, like, kind of, like, even, like, put out petitions about putting him back as that role. Because, I mean, granted, it was such a short period of time, but he still did a good job, you know. Well, the thing is, like, but he didn't even act, like, it was somebody else's voice in that. So, that's the thing, he's never, I mean, he's only had a like 10 lines i think in, in his entire film. and he's been he's starred in some really shitty low budget action films but he just doesn't you know his voice doesn't match his abilities or whatever um but either way i thought it was interesting uh not really horror related even though i think he's on that precipice horrible um, there's a little tiny spider right there um but yeah i thought it was interesting news uh all right what what did you watch this week so, like Derek, I watched a ton. I watched a ton of, like, older stuff, stuff I'd seen. I watched a bunch of ha- Hammer Horror. Uh, I watched Wishmaster, the first Wishmaster, but I fell asleep oh. like, 30 minutes in. <laughs> I fell asleep at, like, 1 in the morning, which for me is, like, the earliest I've fallen asleep in, like, five years. So, uh, that, you know, I don't know if that's a commentary on, on, on Wish, Wishmaster, but I'd seen it before. But I've, I did watch a couple different things. Like, I, I Derek and I talked offline. Um, I did watch... Almost all of the four hours of uh, of in, in Search of Darkness. Oh um, yeah, that was really cool. That I think there was even one or two things in there that like movies either if I don't know if I saw or there was a uh, it was still interesting even though it's the majority of those movies they talked about I knew and even knew some of the backstory. Yeah. It was still well done and I liked the way it was presented. And again, it's definitely something I would own, especially for me. It's good. I would put that back on, especially because it's so long while I'm yeah. drawing or writing or something, because it's still fun. I love the visuals and stuff, but I really enjoyed it. I would definitely own it. Um, and it, I think it did. They, they did a pretty damn good. I mean, that's why it's four hours. Pretty, pretty decent comprehensive list of going year by year throughout the 80s. Um, and just mentioning, you know, not just the, some of the major films, but just even some of the lesser known films of those years. But yeah, it was, no, yeah, it was. I thought they did, yeah, I thought they did a really great job. Like, um, even I, I think a lot of like the people that they interviewed were really like engaging, despite Corey Taylor from Slipknot being there. Um, I, I saw that. I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, James. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I think a lot of a lot of people they, they interviewed. Um, never get tired of looking at Darcy, the male girl. Yeah. Um, Joe Bob Bruce is always funny. So yeah. I, I think it was, yeah, to your point, like I've watched it a few times. Most of it has just been background noise. Like 
just and I'll look up for like a few minutes and go back to what I'm doing, but it's it's long enough, right? Like it's it's interesting. It's just really kind of it's very cool. What I fun fact that I did not know about this uh, with uh, the woman on there was talking about Terror in the Isles. Hey, no idea that the show had all the horror movie names in there. Yeah, yeah. And I, that was a fun fact. I was like, I had no idea. I went and actually pulled out the uh, DVD box cover for, for Terror in the Isles that I have. Sure enough, it was there. So that was very cool. That was, like I said, there, there's a lot of really great like tidbits, especially even for somebody who watches a shit ton of horror, obviously. like It was still engaging. And like I said, there was a few things like, oh, I didn't know that. Or, oh, that's yeah. interesting. Like, so I watched that. Um, I watched uh, the Shudder original or Shudder exclusive, uh, The Host, which uh, is very short. It's like 55 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually liked it. And it, the, I see why it's getting a pretty good reception, um, especially because it's so short. Like, it's like... You know, it's it it keeps moving. Um, yeah. There are some eye-rolly aspects to it. You know, and and again, it's sort of in the same vein of. I mean, basically, it's very timely. It's basically uh, talking about you know, the, it, they're all they these people normally meet up on the weekends, but because of COVID, they're doing their weekly week meet weekly meetup and it, this time like the one of the main characters really wants to do a seance or this they talk to the spirit medium and surprise surprise shit goes wrong but i actually thought the majority of the characters were interesting and three-dimensional enough that they really stuck out from each other which is hard when you're just like a little face on the screen um i thought it was generally pretty creepy they had some really creepy moments to it um there were again there's a few eye rolly moments where you're like really is this a lot something you would logically do but um but I thought it was pretty creepy, and I thought it was pretty good. Um, I would definitely recommend, especially because it's 55 minutes. I, was, I would definitely recommend it to people. Um, if like, especially if you didn't mind movies like The Den and you know uh, Unfriended and all those films, like you know this sort of like internet screen, uh, you know computer screen sort of uh, formatted yeah. horror movies, I, I would definitely recommend it. Uh, and I also watched in its entirety because I didn't get through it the first time. Uh, I watched. Um, uh the haunting of hill house and you know i i don't even know, i remember i i know a lot of my friends really liked it um and i remember the time just it kind of being kind of a slog to get through and i i didn't really like the characters but um i sat through it and i really enjoyed it the ending is a little kind of what but um kind of like really there's some forest aspects to the story that again I don't think lot like reasonable logical people would make those decisions, but I thought yeah. the characters I thought the characters did a good job of being unlikable, but in a way that was tolerable. Like they're really flawed human beings because that's the point. Um, but I will say this, you know, the bunch of like, and they're all decent actors, but fucking Timothy Hutton who plays the older dad, Henry Thomas plays the younger version of the dad, um, and even though I don't think they're that there's a big I I think no. they're pretty close to the same age, which is weird, yeah. but. Um, but man, Timothy Hutton is just his only sparsely. Did you watch it, Derek? Yeah. So you know he's the, the, Timothy. They don't because the dad doesn't. You know he provides a lot of details toward the ends, but it's funny like like towards the very end of this the, sh- this, the show, uh, Timothy Hutton finally kind of makes an appearance as spoiler at a funeral, and holy shit, when you see and it's just a really impressive scene because it's like a 12 minute scene that has no cuts. And, you know, it's all this, and they're really, like, doing this dramatic acting, but fucking Timothy Hutton is on screen for, like, five minutes, and you're like, oh, that's an Academy Award-winning actor, that's right, like, that's what, <laughs> like, just, you see the, just the, I'm, in fact, there's a guy who plays the groundskeeper on it, like, he has this whole scene, that I'm like, fuck, this guy's great, too, but, uh, you know, um, 
I, it's, is it perfect? No. And I think like, you know, the whole thing of the conceit of like, oh, there's always, you gotta look for the ghosts. There's ghosts in the background. I'm like, that's, that's kind of distracting. Like when you try to watch it for that reason, cause you're right. not even paying attention. You're just like, is that a ghost in the background? Like yeah. I, that's a little that, annoying. I ended up watching it twice just to go back through and like check out the ghost in the background. But then like it, it almost in a way makes it way more drawn out because you're paying attention to the background and exactly. not the actual story. I, I did like it. I, the ending, I agree with you. Like it, it lacks something a little bit to me. Like uh, it seemed I don't want to say it's been done, done before, but like to some degree it's been done before. It had this like very much like American Horror Story kind of vibe at the end. Um, reminding me a lot of like Murder House. Um, and so for that, but I think like visually it was really great. Yeah. Um, you know, Mike Flanagan's, I think he is, a, I think he has like a great eye for that stuff. Um, I, I like the, I mean, I do like the Easter eggs and like the, the ghosts in the background. I just don't think it should be like, I don't think they should have ever told anybody about it. Yeah. Um, because I just think that then you're watching and you're missing, like, huge pieces of the actual, like, well, and, and solid that's acting. I don't blame that on the, like, like it, it's an interesting thing. Like I said, if it wasn't something that was, like, publicized and it was just something that filmmakers had to do, I think it's creepy. Especially because when you notice them, those few times where you just naturally notice them, like, one time when she, like, they're, like you see when she's going down these stairs, you see the face in between the uh, the steps. I could genuinely freak, you know, like, oh, that's a, that's unnerving and stuff. But yeah. I think the, it's, I don't blame the filmmakers as much as I blame the hype it got. It's sort of like Blair Witch, like. Although the Blair Witch hype was definitely on the filmmaker's end. That was sort of the point. But it's like you build up all this hype about it, and then you're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look for all these hidden ghosts. But, you know, it's a weird catch-22. It's a sort of like – I see the – like I, I don't I don't blame them for doing it because it's an interesting visual element and sort of helps add to the atmosphere. But then as a viewer, it's like I'm not paying attention to the story. It's, so, yeah. It's, I, right. But I will say that, you know, it, it. I left it, and I was like – you know, that was especially, like I said um, – very you know uh i love gothic horror i love you know really well done haunted house movies like the original the haunting and stuff like really well done and i thought this was in that same echelon as far as like it really is atmospheric and stuff and and also carla guagino oh i i look at her forever like and she's such a great actress and i don't know why she didn't get more roles but man wow um anyways but uh (laughs) well said I, i I thought it was I, I thought it was enjoyable. Like I said, the ending felt a little lackluster for me, but um, there's some great elements in it and some some really te- actually really scary moments too. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to season two, Fly Manor, um, and to see if, like if they can take it up a notch. Like, yeah, uh, I like the idea like when they do another season that it's something entirely different. Yeah, same. Uh, versus like a repeat or like maybe a little bit of a tie into the original, but not like fully. So. Hopefully, again, like Mike Flanagan, he, he's good. So he tells a good story. So I, I have hope that there'll be, like, it'll be a solid season two. Hopefully. Yeah, no, I think you it's, know? I mean, originally I think it was supposed to, I mean, the first one came out, like, end of October, I think, right? The first season? Yeah. Two years ago. So I, th- yeah, I think it was supposed to come out the same time this year, but I don't, I haven't heard if it's being delayed or anything like that. But uh, yeah, I, don't, I haven't I don't, heard anything more. I, yeah, I haven't heard anything since the first season ended. And then they talked about, like, getting ready for season two like they do so i mean it's definitely we looked it up online and it's it is said it's it's you know supposed to come out in 2020 so i mean there's only a few months left to 2020 yeah. though i think well that's that, that's one thing oh sorry didn't inter- interrupt you there 
Um, I think that's one thing that Netflix like has a tendency to do is like they don't really announce their content drops. Like big ones like the Umbrella Academy and like some of the other things. They're like we're doing this, but there are other ones they just they drop content like that. I'm still waiting for uh, like the uh, heist movie uh, by. Uh, I'm trying to think who it is now. Uh, I did Down to the Dead. Uh, James Gunn. Oh, no, you're talking about. Um, um, uh, no, no, stop, yeah. stop, stop. Uh, 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 um, uh, Justice League. Um, what Zach is his name? Zack Snyder. Snyder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, he's in Road to the Dead with uh, Dave Batista yeah. zombie heist movie. And they've been talking about that forever, but there's no release date. I think that's like that's another example of like they'll just drop that. So. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Halloween just drops it, but they're going to want to compete because there's so many, like, horror-based shows that are coming out now, like Lovecraft Country, and then, um, you know, the Hulu announced, like, the Clive Barker series. Yeah, Books of Blood, I'm excited um, about that. Yeah, so, like, there's some, uh, I think there's another one, like, two that's coming out. It's an anthology. It's, like, um, it's like Monster, Monster Topia or something like that. Monsterology or something on Hulu. Uh, it's an anthology about monsters, and then, um, and then of course, Truth Seekers with uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, yeah. which is looks kind of funny. Um, yeah. So, I mean, a lot of good stuff. So, I mean, they would be foolish not to drop something like soon, but you never well, know. I mean, the thing is, like, I mean, it, because it's streaming, it, you don't have the same limitations that you know theaters. But yeah. I will say, I've been looking forward to, even though I didn't love King of the Monsters. Um, I thought it was meh, but uh, I liked aspects of it. Um, but I've been super excited for Kong Godzilla versus King Kong because uh, I've heard some pretty fun little spoilers about it and some rumors. But it's gotten pushed back twice already, and then they announced today it probably isn't, isn't going to even come out until maybe 2022. So, which is a bummer, man. So I mean, that's even later than fucking Halloween, like uh, uh, Halloween Kills or whatever. So oh. yeah. So, but anyways. Uh, you know, but, you know, there's still tons of great content and, uh, you know, uh, I'm not one of those people online complaining because, you know, we're going to see it when we see it. And yeah. It's not like there's a shortage of content to watch. True. So. Yeah. No, not at all. Um, sounds like we watched a lot of good stuff. I did try to uh, to try to watch a movie. Let's talk about movies we hate. Um, tried to watch a movie on Voodoo called uh, it's called Clountergeist. Oh, my and God. It's like, uh, yeah. And I, I couldn't even make it through the first five minutes of acting before uh, shutting it off. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, it's not one of my most hated movies of all time, but it is. Uh, it was exactly what I like, worse than I expected from the title. So, um, yeah, and that's our topic tonight. We can talk about movies we uh, we hate and why. So, yeah, that's know, it. All right. You want to kick it off, or you got some guests in the mind? I have, I have a few. I have a few that. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because it. You know, this was this was one I thought would be easy, and then I actually thought I'm like, there's not a lot of horror movies I legitimately hate. There's a lot of movies I think are bad, or you know, there's definitely a lot of movies I was disappointed in. But the thing, like, like if it's a bad movie and it looks bad, and I watch it. I, I can't hate it. It's like, I, I saw the cover. I saw like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, you know, um, so it's hard because I think, uh, there's a crazy echo going on, right? Or some like scratchy noise. You guys all hear that? It might be Derek's fan. Oh, 
could be. Is that okay? Is it? Well, I think I can shut it off. Um, I mean, as long as it doesn't. Bo- I mean, if it doesn't bother the audience, right? I don't. I mean, I. I mean, maybe it's just I'm picking it up because I have headphones. But, um, okay. and again, if somebody complains, they complain. They'll just blame Tank, since okay. he's, his name is on the the podcast. So, um, sure. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so. I mean, there's a, there's been a few mo- I, I again, I know I brought this up on the podcast. Uh, a movie I genuinely hate is a like movie like High Tension, um, because it's insulting to my intelligence. I, I think that's one thing I hate more than like if a bad movie. If a bad movie is bad, like you know, and it, it like if it's low budget, has no like nobody actors, you know, it's bad. But do I hate it? No. It's if anything, it's just forgettable. I've seen so many. I've seen so many horror movies that I can't remember because they were so forgettable because they were bad movies and they just couldn't hold my interest. But then there's these movies that sort of aim to be something greater or have the pretense that there's something greater. Um, a movie like, you know, uh, uh, well, you know, uh, I've brought it before, like I said, high tension, because again, I, I, it, it was this highfalutin movie that everybody was excited about. And then it, 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 it insulted my intelligence in the first five minutes. And I'm like, Please tell me this isn't where this movie is going. And then the actual conceit of the movie is dumb and makes no sense and is impossible. But it's just one of those. It's more of like I'll see a movie. I'll tell you a movie I I legitimately I hated because I had my hopes so up um, was uh, Romero's Bruiser. I don't know if you ever saw Bruiser. uh, I did. Out in the mid 90s. Um, I remember being super excited. One, because Romero hadn't made a movie in a long time. uh, and this was like, you know, was, everybody was saying, like, this is re- his return to his fucking Night of Living Dead roots. And he's going to do this edgy. And I, I heard the concept and I was like, oh, that's cool. It actually sounds like this DC Comics character, the question. And, you know, this faceless guy goes around beating dudes up to find out the truth. I was like, oh, shit, is this like a unofficial uh, adaptation of the question? Um, who's a character uh, who was created by uh, Steve Ditko, the guy who co-created Spider-Man. Um uh, who's a who was a Ayn Rand uh, uh, conspiracy theorist, not himself, but uh, but you know the question himself is an interesting character. And I was like, oh well, this could be cool, but it was so fucking boring. Like I wanted it to be so much better, and the movie drags, and the movie looks bad. The movie looks bad even by mid '90s, which I still don't understand. Like you know, not that Romero's ever been known for his amazing genius eye. But he's made some good-looking movies before, um, you know, Creepshow, and like he's 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 capable of making satisfying films. But Bruiser just looked like fucking sandpaper. Like it just, <laughs> I was, I I I watched it and I was so bummed. And I watched it and I was like, this, this is literally. I rented the movie. I got excited. I rented. It, I took it home. Uh, I think I was living on my own at this point. And uh, I watched it and was like excited to watch it. And I was, you know, got my like, you know, I had my burrito and I'm like, and I finished the movie. I'm like, and I, I remember trying to convince myself that I liked it more than I did. I'm like, oh yeah, that was just cool. Like, and so I immediately rewatched it to like kind of like maybe I missed something. Like, like kind of rational rationalizing my head like why I wasn't loving it. And I rewatched it literally back to back. And I finished it and I was like, fuck, that's I just felt like. It feels like a hand job that you don't get the release. Like it just doesn't like it just I felt so I was like, that's what I've been waiting for. And like the burrito, the burrito was the most satisfying part of that experience. It was Kuka's burritos in Redlands, California. You were always the highlight of my week. Uh, the, the bean, rice and cheese burrito. 
five stars anyways but yeah so that was a movie i legitimately hated for the longest time because i was so bitter i was like it was beyond disappointing i think i got my hopes up so much that it was gonna be this like gritty underground really like visceral experience and that was a boring ass fucking kind of i don't even know like a drama like i don't know it was I was really pissed, but uh, so that was a movie I genuinely hated. But again, I think a lot of it was my expectation. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I think that sometimes that's where the disappointment is, right? Like, you watch a movie, you're excited about it, even if you read like the box cover, like it sounds good. You read about it, you get all hyped up for it, and then sometimes movies are just like they're they're cerebral for the sake of like being cerebral. Um, uh, one of my movies that I, I really hated for like the longest time. I'm still not a huge fan of it is uh, the cemetery man. Um, yeah. I know a lot of people really like that movie. I know it's kind of got like this whole following. I was really excited for it when it came out. i read about it. Um, Rupert ever. I, I like him as an actor. Um, it was a really cool concept, but it was to me, like it was just, I think overly artsy for the sake of like being overly artsy. It was almost like, borderline pretentious like and so it, it definitely wasn't what i expected and i can appreciate if like things are artsy and they they make sense or they're the aesthetic but it to me it was just like to your point like it wasn't insulting by intelligence but it was just like kind of saying like well i'm you know i'm going to do this because I, I can do it even if it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because like it's it's an indie film like Sometimes you get really annoyed with indie films that try to overtly not have mainstream themes in them just to, to prove that they're like indie films. And this is kind of one that found that bucket. Eventually, as I got older and I watched it a little bit more, um, I did have a little bit more of an appreciation for it. I think that was kind of anticipation timing in my age, like um, when I initially watched it. But for like the longest time, I, I just I couldn't stand that movie. Um, but I agree with you. Like, there's not a whole lot of movies that I hate. Like, I truly hate. Um, but there are a lot of ones that I definitely don't like. But there's there's one or two that, like, I just have zero tolerance. You know, another one that I, I was thinking about this list, and I agree. I thought it would be way easier than initially anticipated. But, like, I, for the life of me, could not really think of a ton. The other one is uh, Human Centipede 2. Um <laughs> Now, I know, like, Tom Six, like, he's not exactly, like, an Academy Award-winning act, like, director or, you know, filmmaker. But at the same time, too, like, there's a point, like, I actually can defend Human Centipede in a lot of ways, like, initially, because I thought, like, the acting was decent, like, the concept was weird, but it was done, I think, like, James, you pointed out, like, it's, it was done in a way that, like, did not objectify women, which was really odd for in that type of movie where you're sewing somebody's mouth to their ass. Yeah. Like, um, I, I was like very classy. And then you have like this whole other like phase two, which is being meta for the sake of being meta and also extremely brutal, like sexualized. Like yeah. I, you know, that's, it's one movie that I can't like, I very hard time watching all the way through. Um, I just has no place. In, you know, it almost like borderline borderline makes me hate it just solely for the fact that it's like it's i think pushed for the sake of pushing it like beyond reproach like i would say like comparing that to serbia film i'd rather watch serbia film honestly um but i just feel like it's gritty for the sake of being gritty and 
just like you, you're expecting one thing, you get something entirely different. It's just kind of a, to me, it's trash. So I, I really have a low tolerance for it. Yeah, I will say I don't. I mean, uh, yeah, the second one is like the one of like the most like dirty feeling movies. Like everything about it just feels dirty um, to the point where it's like very unpleasant. Uh, it's very edge lord. Um, which is funny though because the sec- the first one tried to be so edgelord, but I actually found it kind of boring. Uh, I remember finishing being like, "That's the movie that I- that's not what I-, I because it was almost like a it tried to be a real movie and like, um, but I felt like it kind of dragged. And then when it got into the point, you're like, "Well, this is just gross and kind of dumb." But like, okay, where the second one was way more like what I thought the first one was going to be, which is definitely like more of an edgelord. Look how crazy we are. But to a point where I'm like, it was, and that little goofy looking dude who, you know, he's a nice guy. I've, I've, I, I have friends that have become friends with him. Like he's really apparently a nice guy that little, the little star, the little weird looking guy, the star of it. He's like the nicest guy on earth, but uh, you know, he's very creepy, but, uh, but yeah, I I can definitely see that. I mean, that's a thing. Like there are a few, like I can tell you the one movie. And if somebody says, what's the movie you hate, it's always the, first one i think about it's one of the worst movies i've has ever been made and definitely one of the funnest movie experience i've ever had though and it, i brought it up on this podcast which is uh uh um god now i just blanked uh i and now i've got day of the dead stuck in my head um uh oh god Uwe bowl based off of the shooting video game the the first person oh, shooter. postal no, 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 no. I don't even mind. Postal's bad too, but um, what? Two? Why am I blunt? No, no, no. It's uh, it uh, not Isle. Uh, is it not Isle of the Dead? Oh, uh, uh, oh, I know. House of the Dead. Oh, House of the yeah, Dead. House yeah, of the Dead. Yeah. Where they literally clip in. Yes, they just uh, really clip in yeah. pieces of the video game into the actual they movie. You can see the pixelation of the, like. Not only could they. Not only could we, and let me say, this whole I hated this movie. This I saw in the theater. Me and my brother and my friend Jesse were dying laughing. We were making fun of the movie like it was a fucking like a midnight showing of you know the room or whatever. People in the theater were getting pissed at us, but we couldn't. It was just so fucking dumb. But I hate I've hated Uwe Boll since that, and that's one of his early movies. Like that was he had done other stuff in Europe, but that was one of his first, you know, American films. So this is pre Blood Rain and the rest of the bullshit he's made. But I, it was just so fucking insulting. Like everything about it's so dumb. Strippers doing Matrix style 360 kung fu and <laughs> just everything. It was so everything about it was worst terrible. worst worst villain in horror movie history. Every, they do yes. the line. It's quiet in here. A little too quiet. As like a serious thing. Like that's a joke people say. But it was bad. Like I said, badly made. But the thing that I hated about it so much is it he was he tried to put all this fucking style. Like all he tried it was trying to be like new and cutting edge and edgy and it was so pathetic. It's a fucking terrible movie. They go to like the biggest rave ever on this island and there's like thirteen people there. Fuck, fuck that movie. Fuck Uwe Bowl. I don't care. He's a piece of shit. Uh, and and again, I like you know, bad movies are fine. I can appreciate a bad movie, but this was just insulting. Like he was, he think he, you could tell that the he was trying to cash in on what was cool and trendy. He didn't give a shit about making a good movie, and it was just insulting. But yeah, it's definitely one of the ones where I'm like, and it's some people will say it's so bad it's good. No, I, I disagree with that. I think it's so yeah. bad it's bad. Like. No, that's like um, that's like Return to whoever directed Return of the Living Dead four and five. Yeah. Um, 
that that's also in the same vein for me. Like I, like you want to kill a franchise, just create a movie like that. That is like, you're just dooming it. Like no one wasn't made for a sci-fi channel, which says everything you need to know. Um, but on top of that, like that was back when they were making even shittier movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is by far like, especially the second one, like Rave to the Grave is like, it's stupid. Is Necropolis the, 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 Necropolis, Necropolis yeah. So Necropolis is actually the fourth one, which is funny because it's continuity wise, Rave from That's the Grave is, is, yeah, is, is the technically the fourth one and Necropolis is the fifth one, but the way they play them out is like they're, the rape to the grave is the fifth one and Necropolis is important. But yeah, I mean, literally like putting zombies with machine guns and the uncle is buying trioxin from the Russians or like Ukrainians. Uh, it just, I, I will say, I didn't, I don't know if I saw rape to the grave. I did see Necropolis and I, I'll put that on my list of most hated movies. It was just ugly and like just terrible. Everything about it was terrible. I mean, it, it was like, if you took, yeah, if you took house of the dead and you mix it with that, uh, BMX bandits from the eighties and then added zombies. It was just, that's what, that's what you get. There's like these whole scenes of like people doing BMX, like uh dirt bike jumps. And then on top, then there's storming like together, like Goonies style into like the zombie compound to like, and then they literally send their teenage, this is like the worst part. Um, they send their, their teenage gymnastic friend to go like have sex with the security guard to distract him, and then they come running out like they're in love. Like, oh, it's okay. He doesn't care. Uh, he loves me. Like they run like, no, no. It's something something so wrong with that. Uh, the one thing I will say about the horror genre is, uh, you know, it's a genre obviously we love. Obviously, we wouldn't be doing this podcast and stuff. And some of my favorite movies ever are horror movies, but. It is a definitely a genre that appeals to, like that attracts the the least talented people out there to make like to sort of add their own uh, voice to the you know uh, participate in the genre. And there's so many dipshits out there uh, who think they're geniuses and all they're doing is just fucking regurgitating, you know the 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 ten good movies they actually are fans of. Uh, they don't have an original thought in their their head and. It's really insulting. I mean, there's just tons of shitty low low budget horror, and you know I've I've seen all the stuff online about like supporting you know supporting independent horror and yeah absolutely. But at the same time, I'm not going to give it a pass just because it's horror. If it's a shitty movie, it's a shitty movie. Like, um, and again, you know, there's different levels of stupidity. There's different levels of ineptitude. Um, I I always judge a movie by what's the intention. That's why again, Ed Wood. Yes, Ed Wood movies were really poorly made. He wasn't a good filmmaker, but you can tell he genuinely loved what he was trying to do. Like there is a love there. There is a care that goes into those his films, um, especially like his sci-fi horror ones um, that, you know, make them watchable, make them fun. Plan 9 from Outer Space is a fun movie. It, is it a good movie? No, but it's fun. But there's a lot of lo- shitty, no talented actors who don't have anything to say. They don't put their heart into it. They're just trying to cash in or trying to be cool or edgy and all that shit's nonsense. I think that's where you like, you run into like a a prime example of this is there's a 1980s film dolls, which by the way, I also watched this week as well. Um, I forgot how much I love that movie. Um, And actually the owners of the house are, are supposed to be the villains and they're the most 
intriguing, like I'm rooting for them more than I am the people <laughs> in the house, which is, which is great. Um, but then they, there's also like a, another movie that came out in like 2019 called Dolls. It's like a direct, like shitty ripoff, like in a sense of like killer dolls. It's just taking a, an already existing idea and making it worse by adding like shitty filmmaking and acting and all the above. Like to your point, to catch me and like somebody sees that, they think like, oh, I heard about Scooby Dolls. They're going to watch that and they're going to almost, in my opinion, like potentially misinterpret that for like this other movie. Uh, that I, I thought was really well done. Um, so I think to your point, just because you can make a movie doesn't mean you should make a movie. And if you want to watch a shitty movie, that's fine. Like a lot of times, like yeah, I look at like Thanks Killing, right? Like you do not expect anything great from that movie. It's just a fun, stupid, horribly made movie to watch. So more laugh at the more than anything. But you know what you're getting into, yeah. like in that situation. Like it is that is probably a labor of love, like for somebody. But I feel like all right, like it may not be greatly done, but there's some pretty funny stuff in there. Well, that's um, the thing is when you sit down to write Thanksgiving about a killer turkey, you know you're not making fucking you know uh, dial in for murder. You know you're not making fucking The Exorcist. You're making a dumb movie. But yeah. if you have some heart, even if you have low budget and your actors aren't real actors, you can still make a fun, watchable movie. Um, it's it's. It's more about, like I said, you know, uh, that's why that movie Death Metal Zombies is one of the worst movies I've ever seen, because that dude thought he was making a badass, dope, good movie. And no, you made a trash, uninspired piece of shit with your terrible friends and you and like, I'm sorry, no, you don't get a pass just because you put Death Metal Zombies in the like, no. And also you had shitty Death Metal in it, which is an extra big crime. So. Anyway, that alone should get you banned for making. I'll do you know any, another movie. I I just realized though too that kind of very much in the same vein of Bruiser that was a movie I was super excited to see uh, and was really disappointed by was Thinner Stephen King's Thinner. Okay, yeah. Um, because I at the time I was reading tons of Stephen King when that movie. Also, I think around the same time, mid nineties, I think early mid nineties. I'd have to look it up to be certain, but you know, at the time I was really, I was reading tons of Stephen King again and I was like, Oh, there's a new Stephen King movie and it's, you know, straight to video, whatever. That's cool or whatever. Um, and again, I just was like, it just was boring. I just felt it was super boring. And like, even the premise, I'm like, well, okay. Like, you know, if you want to talk about a dude, that's like losing a ton of weight, you know, in, in an interesting or kind of upsetting way, you can watch the machinist, I guess, but you know, th- Yes. Thinner was just a movie I was like excited for, and I was just like, it's a gypsy curse, and the guy he's a fat attorney, I think I don't remember. But I was like, yeah. this is this is whack. I was like really bummed and stuff, and like he's a, that, he's he's, a, he's runs over somebody while he's uh getting a getting a toad a ray <laughs> right a ray park. He's getting a ray park. If I if I want to uh, uh if I want to watch a a gypsy curse movie, I'll watch uh, Drag Me to Hell like uh. But yeah, it was just bad. I remember being very disappointed. And in fact, I think at that point, Stephen King had some real like some real misses at that point, uh, which is nice to see him kind of having his you know resurgence recently with all like actually some quality stuff. We won't talk about Dark Tower, but but yeah, it was another movie where I was like I was I I hated that movie for the longest. I mean, that's not worthy of hate. It's just it's just a boring, muddled, you know, lackluster film. Uh, it's not. A, you know, it's not the worst thing ever, but I hated it for a long time just because of how disappointed I was. So that's definitely in that conversation for me yeah. as well. Well, but, that was in the, I think that was in the phase where they were doing a lot of the Stephen King, like 
direct to TV like miniseries like uh, Tommy Knocker's Langoliers. Langoliers, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think that was kind of in that. I, I I don't want to say it was at the time like probably a cash grab for him, but probably. Um, oh, yeah, I'm sure it was. I mean, they're like cocaine man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, man, you gotta feed that cocaine habit. Yeah, 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 yo. yeah yo. That white girl. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, this, I mean, the thing is, is it's I one, one of my biggest pet peeves about the Internet is just how fucking negative everybody is like, I, you know, I belong to all these different things. And, you know, I, I've had to step away from social media, not just even the political stuff, which gets really, you know, I just it, it, it crushes my soul. But even like a lot of like collectors forums of where just dudes compl- have to complain and bitch about everything and everything like you get excited for this movie and you, they, you see the trailer and you're like, don't look at the fucking comments. Don't look at the comments. And then you make the mistake of looking at the comments, just people complaining or tell this looks like shit. And like, you know, weak. And it's like, dude, yeah. like there's just, so I, I try genuinely, even though I'm by nature, pretty pessimistic or like, I, I, I'm very critical. I can talk a lot of shit, but I don't like putting too much negative out, like out in the atmosphere. Because again, I think there's enough of that, but especially with horror, like horror already gets enough hate as it is just as like a genre. Well, I think the the greatest like analogy that I, I read online, I'm, I'm the same way. Like I'm in a lot of like forums, and I I really have to like I'll, I'll scroll through them really quickly, but I, I can't read a ton of the comments. And so oh, it's funny that one of them was this this person was asking like asking for a friend. Uh, they were saying like my friend says that if you like mainstream horror, you're not a horror fan, and I say that if you like mainstream horror like over like indie horror you are like a horror fan like what do people think jesus christ that was a fucking pandora box like my response was like hey if you like any horror you're a horror fan you know like yeah okay there's 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 great indie movies great mainstream movies like if you just liked it because you like horror movies like you're a fan like what does it matter um where it came from there's First off, gatekeeping is the biggest bunch of bullshit anyways, but especially the whole, you're not a real fan if, fuck that. And and again, I see that show all the time, like, oh, you know, Hereditary is not a real horror film. Fuck you. You're, you're a div- like, you, it, the biggest thing is, like, the armchair, like, quarterbacks, the guys who, like, you know, like, uh, oh, I think Joe Carpenter's overrated. Okay, you make a fucking movie like Halloween. You make a movie like fucking The Fog. You go Prove us right or wrong go you go prove that you know better and unless you do shut the fuck up like right. it's what's well, like the people that get people get like so heated about like when they talk about like who would win in the fight michael myers or yeah, jason oh Voorhees, and they're both like people being like stronger like jason the pussy blah, blah, blah. like dude really like this is this is your your access for your argument is like jason's a pussy oh okay like first, well, first off, first off I, I managed a comic store for a decade those kind of conversations well like i said if you're if like you're a nerd those kind of conversations are inevitable but ultimately they're always the dumbest sand pits to get trapped in because again it, first it's off, one thing if you're having a conversation of like ability versus inability like you, you have those like you know like who would be who could win in a fight like dr doom or magneto like you know like that's a funnier conversation, but like people are getting like really intensely territorial about it. It's like, exactly. dude, why do you fucking care? Like, honestly, like, and I think that's like, that's why super shitty movies get made is because people like that think they can do it better and then they exactly. release stuff that's terrible. And also the answer is Jason. He's would, he would definitely. <laughs> See, that's, that's what I said. I was like, he's not human. Yeah, no, so, he's not. 
he died. He, he was resurrected from the dead in part six. Like, yeah, dude. He, he's, yeah. You can't. And he's he's like he's strong enough to fucking cut people in half with like a machine. Like my, my, yeah. Michael Myers is also pretty unkillable, uh, apparently. But uh, I mean, yeah, well, and then we all four. Yeah. yeah. But I will say this, though. It, it Again, those kind of conversations do sort of stir my my inner super nerd because then I do start. I'll be here. I'll be lying in bed at four o'clock in the morning going, yeah, but okay, but if you're talking about Jason from part three versus Mike Myers from, and then, you know, like I'll start to really, this kind of, conversation, even though I'm making fun of it. I, 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 like Rob Zombie, Rob Zombie, Michael Myers versus see, then, like, yeah, see, versus like uh, ambulance driver Jason. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Roy. That's the thing. Oh, it's like, uh, but yeah, everybody knows the person who would kick all their asses is Freddie because he's yeah. a, I mean, he's basically like a dream god. So, yeah. although I will say, I, 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 that's, well, that's I mean, I mean, I will say, and it gets a lot of hate, but I, I, I do will always have a giant soft spot for Freddy versus Jason, and I like the outcome. I like how they did it, and I like the outcome because basically, yeah. at the end, it's like, yeah, like Jason is physically stronger. He's more of like a unstoppable killing machine. Freddy, you know, has been punched in the face by a girl before. Like, uh, not that there's any, not that girls can't punch that's not a i don't want it's not a misogynist comment that that came out wrong <laughs> tank you need to edit that uh before the never we're doing but anyways but we're anyways but you then uh jason's more subtle but the end you know you know spoiler alert, you know you see freddy's head and he gives the wink because again yeah. you can't kill freddy so uh, no. i thought it was cool i like that uh but that we, what a weird tangent that got off on but uh but yeah i mean that's the thing is derek that's why i i, I really like doing this podcast with you too because I mean, I think obviously like we have a balance and, you know, we like different things, even though we well, we, we have very similar tastes in all lots of movies. But the ultimate, I feel I like you because you're a very positive. You, you're you're like me, where it's like you want to talk about your love of something, not like just tear something apart just to be mean. No, like, I mean, I think that's why it's like when we, we talk about like this this topic, which I'm glad we covered it. But yeah, absolutely, it, it's too. harder. It's harder because like we don't approach horror movies with much hate, like you know, we're not trolling online, like, looking for, like, the the subtle inconsistencies in plot holes, like, to tear yeah. it apart, like, where a lot of other people do. I mean, yeah, there are movies that for, for a variety of reasons that are great or that kind of rub us the wrong way, or, like, yeah, probably, like, your bowl will fuck that guy, like, I never like a movie that he makes. Um, but, like, for the most part, it's, it's usually, like, pretty positive stuff, right? We're just talking about things that we really like, and you know, sometimes those are similar, sometimes those are a little bit different, but um, yeah, definitely not to, to put more negativity out there is not what this podcast is about, so. Right on. I agree. And I appreciate you saying that, you know, uh, it, it's all about, it's all in fun. We, we can make fun of things because it's fun, and it's not that we're taking it closely to heart, but yeah, great conversation. Um if I could add something in here, though, and I know it kind of goes against everything we just said, why was the, <laughs> why was the mask in Halloween Four so fucking hideous? Oh, dude, it's it's. Uh, oh, geez, yeah, there's a there's a million reasons. In fact, I hate every mask, dude. Th- there was all like three movies in a row, and the the mask looked like. Yeah, I don't know, man. And and and, and, and there was one part where. It's actually blonde for like one scene, and then it well, goes back. Was, yeah, that was um, that that's a plot point in uh uh. Anyways, that's all. That's it's the whole of the podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, it's 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 
there's somebody you think this guy is Michael Myers, but it's just a kid who bought like a Michael Myers mask at a store, but has blonde hair. It's a whole thing. But is I will that, say this: that part, that the, the beginning, uh, part two, right? Yes. No, yes. No, I'm okay. talking about four. There's a it, part in four where it's, it's blonde. I have to rewatch. I just, I, I just saw it like two days ago. I, my my understanding with that, just not to, to go too far on a tangent, but like the mask would always they'd always make iterations of the mask, so they would never have the original mask, so they'd have to make a copy of the mask, which wasn't like obviously anybody who knows knows the original mask is a William Shatner Star Trek mask, like painted white and well, Devil's Rain mask. Yeah, yes. Devil's Rain. Sorry, um, stay correct. But it's William Shatner. Well, yeah. So, but in future iterations, they didn't have that original mask, so they like made iterations of that, and it changed. It's just like in Nightmare on Elm Street, like the series, or even Friday the Thirteenth. Like oh, yeah. you, you change special effects, right? I think that's people pick up on Friday the Thirteenth about like how Jason changes, but I actually find it really endearing that it, he does have a different look every time. Like it's 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 new, right? Like nobody cares about that continuity. He's, He's Jason's got the hockey mask, right? Like, um, you get back at Jason. <laughs> Jason that, so I, I will go on record as saying one of the things I'm most interested in in the in the one of the small minutia of the horror fandom is the different looks of major horror icons. Because Jason, from movie to movie, changes drastically. Sometimes, and his you know, one movie, you know, his mask is sort of missing the lower part of the, the, the side jaw. The next, it's like fully deteriorated. The next one, it's whole again, but, has, you know, um, you know, like sometimes he's wearing the jumps, like a, the green shirt. Or even, or even his look, like without the mask, you take, you take oh, like yeah. part, part three or part four, right? And then you get all the way, to, you get like part six, which is like maggot face yep. Jason. But then you get to Jason X, which obviously is like future in the timeline when they take his mask off, he just looks like he's got hair. It's, it's you know, he's, he's not as like decomposed. So it's, but it's, oh, I, to me, it's, it's almost fun. I was wondering like what he's going to look like in the next yeah. like iteration of it. And I like that. Like I said, it, as a Godzilla fan, Godzilla changes throughout his, you know, he changes yeah. continually and it's cool. Cause then you can sort of, when you see, especially like, again, as a nerd, as a collector, as like, you know, if like I have, you know, I could, there's a shelf over there with all of like these Jason action figures. And it's cool. Cause you can like, look and see like, Oh, I didn't even notice like at that point he had this belt on and this one, he has work gloves on, but then he doesn't have work. Like those kind of things are cool. And like, I actually really like, I have like my favorite Jason looks. I have my favorite Freddy looks. I, uh, you know, my favorite, like, des- makeup and design. So I, I think that's pretty, like, a, a cool part of, uh, you know, like, the big horror icons is the fact that they do sort of change. Michael Myers, unfortunately, it went, it was most, bad. His, most of his <laughs> looks aren't as cool. But uh, that's why, I actually, I don't know if you heard in the news, but um, I, it came out that apparently uh, John Carpenter hates the mask from uh, the new Halloween. But the director was like, we knew he was going to hate it. Uh, I, but I think it looks cool. I think it's it looks yeah. very similar to the, the first movie, just a deteriorated look. I think it looks I actually really like the, the new uh, mask. Yeah, I, I really like it, too. It's, it's old. It's like decrepit. I'm actually pretty excited to see what it looks like in the next two versions of it, like introduction of fire. And, well, I'd say if it's know, not charred or burnt in some way, they, I don't know how you got to explain that to me, especially because fucking cheap latex masks will go up like those things are a fire hazard. So it should right. be a little melty, have some chars, but anyways. Infused yeah. with his skin. That'd be Probably. Dope. 
But all we'll right, see. well, yeah, well, I appreciate that answer. You know, I was just watching it the other day, and I was like, that is horrible. And he's like wicked strong in that movie, yeah. using like like stupid strong. Yeah, uh, that's the one where he takes the uh, he takes the shotgun uh, and just fucking and jams just, like, it. He doesn't shoot it; he just jams it through that girl. Did <laughs> the cops and cops do it? Right? <laughs> oh man! Yeah. By the book. Sure. He looks super derpy. That mask is. He looks like. Special needs uh, Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's, all right. He's, lost. he's a little so lost now, and it's okay. He's need to take a long nap. You know. <laughs> What's the one where he's living down by the river? Was it five? Like <laughs> it five? I mean, not joking. Like five. He's like yeah. he, he floats away at four, and then he like lives with the guy down. <laughs> he lives with Matt Foley down by the river. And then, and then he gets up like a year later. He's like, leaves. It's Halloween. I'm ready to go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, maybe some traumatic brain injuries. Uh, but but that, be, that being said, a great conversation today with you guys. As always, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure our audience is learning something. Uh, going to look back at some bad movies that y'all recommended. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, if you like today's conversation, feel free to uh, hit that follow button on Spotify that subscribe button on Apple Podcast, and uh, make sure to leave us a five star review. Uh, follow us on social media at Tank Rod Pod. That's uh, at T A N K R O D P O D. Uh, yeah, that's on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can use the hashtag TP Massacre. Uh, but other than that, you know, I want to thank you again for listening. Any any last uh, words, guys, before we go? <laughs> this one's not for you, you bull. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, to uh, to uh, 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 to, to uh, coin a phrase, uh, Uwe Boll, suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. See y'all next time. Peace. Peace.